our lovely Pastor Kevin to God Street. And she spoke about some keywords, basically. She defined success. She spoke about opportunity. She spoke about hard work. She spoke about planning. Pastor Femi took it a step further and spoke about planning for success and about how you should make plans for your spirit, soul, and body because you are a man who has a spirit and that spirit lives in the body and has a soul. Amen. So we should make plans that encompass um, everything that we are. We are following so far. And if, let me just say, if you have not been following this series, you are wrong. Or if you have been here and you have not been doing it, you are wrong so far. Amen. May God give us everything we need to run with confidence this year, with power this year, in the name of Jesus. And our message, or the message before us, is the essence of hard work. The essence of hard work. So the idea of the word essence is importance, the vital part of something. If you say the essence of you, that's the most important part of you. If you say the essence of an orange is the most important part of the orange, that's the seed, right? Because the seed can make more oranges, right? So the essence of something is the most important part of it, vital part of it. Now, the word hard work is a combination of two words. So if you go to the dictionary, you might not necessarily see the word hard work, but you see work and you see hard. So I'll define it separately. Work is an activity directed towards making or doing something. Well, if something is hard, it is not easy and it requires great physical and mental effort to accomplish, achieve, or endure. Amen. So the idea of hard work is something that is not easy, that requires great physical and mental effort, and requires you making or doing something. We're following so far. Are we following so far? I'm not speaking above you. I'm not speaking above anybody. Amen. So concerning the topic of hard work, I have six points for us. And um, everything I'm going to talk about will be under these six points. So I hope you are able to follow me as we go forward. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Please, can we open our Bibles to Genesis 1? Genesis 1. Yeah, um, the best place I, be, I believe to begin is always in the beginning. Amen. So my first point today is God started with hard work. Our Lord God in heaven, who created the heavens and the earth. He started with hard work. He started with hard work. I'll take my reading from Genesis 1, verse 1 to 6. Then I'll take verse 31 as well. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I'm reading from NIV. Now, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that this light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called light. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water, the water under the expanse from the water above it and said, the expanse 
was called sky. And there was evening and there was morning, the second day. Let's jump to verse 31. God saw that, God saw all he had made, and it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. Amen. Amen. The Lord blessed the reading of the word. God was the original hard worker. So everything we're telling you, the idea of, oh, you have to push, you have to grind. It's not something foreign to us. Why? Because the person who started everything was a hard worker. Imagine, he created the heavens and the earth in six days. So think about it. We have beds, right? We have beds. I mean beds, like beds, right? We have beds and we have mammals, right? From what we know of biology, beds and mammals are different, right? Now, mammals can't fly, right? And, and, and beds can't give birth to their young ones alive, right? That, that biology part is no So, mammals can't fly while beds can't give birth to their young ones alive. How do you explain bats? Because a bat is a mammal that can fly. So all the unique things about a bat was created on the day it was created. Imagine the amount of attention God paid to everything he did, but he still created the world in six days. That can only mean one thing, that God is what? A hard worker. He gave his everything to the six days that he gave himself to create the world. Amen. So the idea of hard work is not foreign to us. The first essence we have to understand of hard work is that hard work, God started it. God created the world with hard work. And he took it a step further. Our Lord Jesus Christ, when he came to this earth, he was also hard working. He said, I do the work of my father. He said, my father is working and I'm working as well. We'll see that in John 5 verse 17. My father is working, I am working as well. And he takes it a, a step further. Even the, the, the final person in the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the Holy Spirit prays for us. He helps our infirmities with groanings that cannot be uttered. That means even when you are not praying for yourself, he is praying for you. So, the idea of hard work is not new to us. It is not unique. And please, when I speak of hard work, I don't mean just physical hard work. I mean spiritual as well, sorry. I mean spiritual as well. And I mean in what you do, like your education, your work. Amen. So, you could do hard work spiritually. You could do hard work physically. So, you could work hard on your body. You could work hard on your soul. You can work hard on your spirit. Amen. So if the Holy Spirit pulled his weight, Jesus Christ pulled his weight, and our Lord God in heaven pulled his weight. The Bible says in Genesis 26, it said, let us make man in our image. You are made in the image of God. What does that mean? Nothing less is expected of you. Nothing less is expected of you. If God created everything in six days and it was good, and if, he's, if Jesus said, my father is working, therefore I am working, 
If the Holy Spirit is praying for you with groanings that cannot be uttered, nothing less is expected of you. We won't disappoint God in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'll go to point two. Smart work goes with hard work. I'm sure all of us have seen all these quotes. And if you work smart, and that's the best way to work. Don't work hard, work smart. It doesn't, they are not two separate things. Basically, it's a coin. You can't separate them. The way you see Astro Rock behind 100 Naira is the same way you see the face of the guy in front of it. They cannot be separated. There are two sides of a coin that cannot be separated, smart work and hard work. Back to the creation story as well. I described how a bat is unique in its make, right? The same way a bat is unique in its make, it, it requires a well thought out plan to create a bat. Because it well thought out plan to create you. Think about it. The Bible says we are created in the image of God. But none of us look the same, even a set of twins. Their DNA is different. So it requires a smart God and a hardworking God to have created you and I and everything we see. Amen. So smart work goes with hard work. They cannot be separated. If you look at the order of the creation story, they said, they said and in the first day, what did God create? Oh, come on. The first day, what did God create? Yeah, you are free to um, check and spoke on the Bible. In the first day, God created light. In the second day, firmament. That's the sky and the, let's, let's not use big words. The sky and uh, what we see down. I mean, so you can see sky and earth. God created the sky and the earth. And on the third day, what did God create? My sister is there. What else did he create on the third day? Hmm? He created land, sea, and vegetation on the third day. On the fourth day, he created what? Sun, moon, and stars. On the fifth day, what did he create? He created bears and he created fishes, everything you see in the sea. And on the sixth day, he created what? Land, animals, and man. Now think about it. On the first day, he created light. And on the fourth day, he created sun, moon, and stars. They are in order. He had to create light first before he created the sun, moon, and stars. On the second day, he created the sky and the ground. And on the fifth day, he created what? He created birds and fishes. There had to be a sky and a ground before he created the birds and the fishes. On the third day, he created land, seas, vegetation. And on the sixth day, he created land, animals, and man. There had to have been a ground where he would make man from the dust of the earth. Please, are we following? So, you are serving a smart God who works hard. Nothing less is expected of you. Smart work and hard work cannot be divorced. For you to be working hard, you have to have been working smart. Amen. Amen. So, if they tell you, oh, are you working hard in school? That means, are you reading well? But if you are reading and you are not doing hard work. Right? Because if you are reading right, you are reading smart and you're working hard at the same time. Amen. Now, on to my third point. Smart work alone will perish. Smart work alone will perish. Let me explain. The first person in the world to do smart work alone was the devil. Who wants to argue that with me? 
now because I've done the research. But the first person to do smart work alone was the devil. How do I know? Genesis 3. Can we open our Bibles to Genesis 3? Genesis 3 verse 1 from NIV. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other of the wild animals the Lord had made. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other of the wild animals that the Lord had made. What's another term for the word crafty? Clever, smart, sharp, cunning, foxy, right? But then let's take a Yahoo boy. Please pay attention, I'm going somewhere. Let's take a Yahoo boy for example. Somebody worked hard and somebody grinded before he could get all the money he has. A Yahoo boy thinks he's sharp. So what did he do? He went, he thought because he's sharp, he wants the wealth the other person has acquired, right? So he's taking what he did not create. He's stealing what he did not have access to. He's killing what he did not make, the money. And he's destroying what he did not create. What does John 10, 10 say? The devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So what is a young boy doing? Doing the work of his father, the devil. Your soul. 
Why? Because the wages of sin did not change from the beginning of time to now. That by smart work alone will perish. But there's an option of smart work and hard work. So the essence of hard work is that it works with smart work because that's the way God created it to be. I like what my brother said, work hard, smart with Tony Elumelu said something. He said, working smart is good, but hard work is key. It's good to work smart, but hard work is key. You can't, you can't set aside the place of hard work. Hard work is essential to fulfilling your plans. Mr. Kevin spoke about success. Pastor Kevin spoke about planning. It's a process. You think of success in what you want to do. Okay, this is what I want to be successful as. Then you move on. You start planning for that success. The third step is hard work. You put in the necessary hard work. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Number four, hard work is a part of God's plan for you. Hard work is a part of God's plans for you. Let me link it for you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the verse we love quoting so much. For all of us that know it, let's take it together. For the thoughts I have towards you are of good and not of evil. I like the translation that says to give you a hope and a future. The plans I have towards you are of good and not of evil. What did God say he has for you? Plans. To give you a hope and a future. If he made plans for you, what are you supposed to do with those plans? Work at them. How do I know? Genesis 2 verse 15. Then the Lord God created man and put him in the garden for him to walk it. God did not name any elephant elephant. It was Adam that did so. Thanks, Adam. Adam did not be. God, God did not name any elephant elephant. It was man. That's why they discover planets and they are the ones that said, mm, and I discovered this planet. Let me name it believe. Nobody can dispute with you. Why? Because you discovered it. You have the right to name it. Amen. Amen. So God made plans for you. But he left for you to work it out. So that he can give you a hope and a future when you work at those plans. How do I know? Corinthians 3 verse 6. First Corinthians 3 verse 6. The Bible says, I planted, I follow water, but God gave the increase. So hard work is God's plan for you. Some people say God created an imperfect world. No. God didn't create an imperfect world. God created a world that he wants you to add your input to you into it. Why? Because he made you in his image. You are made in God's image. He didn't make an imperfect world. He made a world that you can walk in. So if the 
God doesn't look perfect to you right now is because what? You are not doing your part. Not because God is not working hard. He said that his plans for you are for a hope and a future. You only have a hope and a future when you are putting your own part in making his plans work. And how do you make his plans work? By making plans. So this is what this is what God wants me to do. I have a purpose now. How do I achieve this purpose? I make plans. After I make those plans, I work at it. It sounds easy enough. Oh, by the way, prayer is part of hard work. Did I mention that? Yeah. Prayer is a part of hard work. Those books you don't want to read, yeah, it's a part of hard work. Your love for God is a part of hard work. Because apart from working hard on this earth, it's your love for him that will get you to heaven, right? So you also have to work hard in his business. When Jesus went to the temple when he was 12 and his friends were looking for him, look to, look to, I don't remember the exact verse. He said, why are you looking for me when I am about my father's business? So, <laughs> you have plans to do the work that will give you a hope and a future. But part of that future is to make eternity. So you also have to do your father's business. Where? In church and outside. Everywhere you go. That's why being a Christian is part of your identity. Amen. That's why being a Christian is part of your identity. Now, number five. Hard work deserves rest and reward. Hard work deserves rest and reward. This can we open our Bible to Psalm 127. Psalm 127, verse 1 and 2.
you get paid your salary after some time you've worked, right? So you reap later than you sow. Hard work deserves reward, but you won't get it just when you start working. No. You have to keep pushing first. You have to do what? Keep pushing first. You have to start going forward first. You have to start grinding first. The idea of reward is not a big deal to us, but the truth is this. Profit will only come when profit is meant to. You can't force it out, but you can keep going at it. A very top writer said, perseverance is the hard work after you have done hard work. It's the idea of that weight before something picks that a lot of youths hate. But I'm sorry to break it to you. Your parents, the reason why some of them have money right now is because when they were your age, they were poor and they were working hard. But we've been fed a lie today, and let me apologize on behalf of generational pastors who did not tell us the truth or who told us that you must blow and you must blow now. You're not a born. The idea to having success later is that you have learned the principles of how to keep it. That's why God gives you success later. That's why you have to put in the hard work now. So that when you get the success, you won't lose it. Because money has wins. Amen. Money has wins. So if you keep chasing money, you may not find it. But if you keep pursuing excellence, money will chase you. Success will chase you. <laughs> Please, I want you to sink into our spirits. Don't lie in your bed and think it's. Let me tell you, the idea sleep is not a bad thing. Sleep is what? not a bad thing. The idea of a sluggard is not because he sleeps too much that he's a lazy person. It's because he thinks he's energy efficient by sleeping. He thinks he's saving his energy for later by sleeping. But the thing is, he sleeps 24 hours a day. So when is he work in his dreams? May we not work in our dreams in the name of Jesus? Amen. I've mentioned six points. Can anybody do a recap for me? God started with hard work. Hard work goes with smart work. Smart work alone will perish, number four. Hard work is a part of God's plan, number four. Number five, hard work deserves rest and reward. And number six, it's not too late, you can start now. It's very easy to teach people about success and about hard work, but it's very difficult to show them how to. Why? Because your field is different from my field. The way God says your ways are not my ways, is the way every man's ways are different. Why? Because we are gods on earth. That's how he created you to be. So we might be studying the same thing. We all might be studying law. Everybody here can be studying law. But we're all going into different fields of law. 
Even two people that are studying finance and law, the laws of finance, they have their own different styles of doing it. So I can't teach you the way to make wealth. I can't teach you how to apply the principles. But I can tell you something. If God was the original hard worker, who should you ask for help? Him. Why? Because he has all the right ideas. If someone had the time to create the world in, in six days, do you think he won't have time for you? If you pray for him, if you pray to him for just ten minutes. I mean, he puts everything in order in six days. So he does have your time. So it's not too late for you to start. My brothers that are doing yam yam, think about it. If you turn away, do you think the person you are falling back on will not catch you? How arrogant of you to think that you can save yourself when there is a God who created the heavens the and the earth in six days? So it's not too late for you. You can start now. You have a chance to love him once again. You have a chance to turn away. Please let's bow our heads. Father, I have a chance to turn away. I have a chance to do right. There are so many things you have put inside my hand. So, so much talent. So much purpose. If I close my eyes, I see, even when I open my eyes, when I close my eyes, I see so much potential in this room. There's so much potential in this room, but that's all it is, potential. Potential is not success. It is not good to work. Begin to talk to your God, Father. Help me. Have mercy upon me. The idea behind the word repent is to turn away. It means there's a chance to go back. So go back. The truth is the word turn away is easy to say, but it's hard to do. But I believe there's a chance for you. If you want to know Jesus today, it's a perfect chance. I can't promise you tomorrow, but I know a God who can. I can't promise you that everything will always be all right, but I know a God who can take care of you even when those things are not all right. The songwriter says, he called you out upon the waters, the great unknown where feet may fail. But we found him in the mystery, in oceans deep. His sovereign hand will be your guide, is what that song says. If you want to give your life to Christ today, or if you want to rededicate yourself today, please feel free. You can rise to join me, or you can place your hand on your chest and say, Lord Jesus, behold me a sinful man, have mercy upon me. There's a passing in heaven every time you turn back to him and say, Father, behold me, a sinful man.
have mercy upon me the next day. I thought I was right, but I know I am wrong now. Don't leave me. Don't let me go. Don't let everything you have put in on the inside of me, don't let it go to waste by my ignorance. But I don't let me be meant for instruction. Hey, please pray this prayer today. Let, let your work in me not be a waste, oh Lord. Do great and mighty things from the inside of me. Let your power flow in me again. Let me have a new feeling of you again. For those of us who want to give our life to Christ, just raise your hand and say this prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you because you have been kind to me, because you have been faithful to me. That even in my unfaithfulness, you are faithful. Behold me, O Lord. In this crowd of people, I have set aside myself that you have mercy upon me. Help me to turn away from those things that I have done that disappoint you. And help me to become new. Because only you can make all things new. Thank you because you have heard and answered me.